Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Art of Relationship Show. Going to be talking about relationship and marriage frustrations. How many have them? Woohoo! We all have had them or currently have had them now. And by my client schedule, I can tell you I'm swamped. So a lot of people are dealing with them. I'm going to break down four main categories or issues that I run into. That doesn't mean that's an end-all be-all. But I'm going to tell you about four frustration or challenging points that are going to talk about um, to help you through that. Not only that, I'm going to give you some tips that are going to help resolve them. And if you put them in place, it'll help your relationship or marriage, let's face it, be a lot more smoother. So pay attention. I'll be back right after this. Take care. back. <laughs> Welcome to the Art of Relationship show, people. Going to be talking about relationship and marriage frustrations. And it was funny, before I did the intro clip, I said, take care, like, goodbye. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Stay right here, okay? And going to be talking about, you know, frustrations and relationship. And, you know, to run them down, you know, let's face it, you know, people call, Greg, we have communication issues. And then we run, you know, well, what the heck does that mean? You know, are you arguing a lot? Or some people don't argue. They don't talk at all. But it's a communication aspect. Or is it a perception aspect? We're going to talk about that, okay? And, you know, a lot of people, Greg, we don't have the passion we used to. We, you know, we're like, eh, I'm too tired to do this. I'm too tired to have sex. I'm too tired to, you know, show you affection, I'm burnt, I'm frustrated, that type of aspect, right? <laughs> so that's two. What about respect and boundaries? This is a huge one that often get crossed and they have to be identified and they have to be adjusted because if they don't, everything else is going to go right down the toilet, okay? Let's be real. And um, as always, you can join in, join the chat down Live below on Facebook and also on YouTube, throw the comments, you know, out there as well. Any questions you have, I'll be glad to answer them, okay? And, you know, so that's three. And I mentioned the fourth one. Guess what the fourth one is, people? Ha <laughs> ha! Sex, right? Frequency. What about desire aspects? And I'm going to do a show coming up in the next couple of weeks on desire and the myths about, you know, desire discrepancies and what the true elements of desire are. Is it spontaneous? Is it responsive? Those type of elements. And I'm going to run that down for you. And a lot of people have a hard time understanding, well, how come you're not, you know, horny? You were horny yesterday. How come you're not today? So we're going to, I'm going to have a separate episode just you know, geared towards and dedicated to that as well, okay? So thank you for tuning in, everybody, and a huge welcome to Detroit City TV and where you can also check the show out as well, okay? So let's get right down to it. Communication arguing. Number one, you know, with the this frustration, how many people are always going tit for tat? They're battling, they're arguing, they're going, you know, right and wrong. They want to be right. They want to be prove the other one wrong, that type of element. Are you guilty of that situation as well? Be honest. Okay. Look yourself in the mirror and be honest. However, are you able to be honest with your partner and say, you know what? I do that. I'm guilty of that. 
I want to own that and I want to change that, okay? But you have to do it too. <laughs> How many people laugh and, you know, not laughing, but it's, it's sad. It's frustrating. It's not easy to be able to go after it. So with the communication frustration, number one, I tell people, what are you doing to try to understand what your partner feels and what each other thinks? Again, it's not a right and wrong. In a lot of situations, a lot of communication and arguing and disconnect comes from a stance of, you know, trying to prove your partner wrong and you right. Let's be honest, okay? It's very rare that are you going to prove your partner that they're right. Let's be honest, right? I would love you to be able to look at that situation more and be more, you know, understanding and be more, you know, compassionate empathic and to be able to look at how often do you prove your partner right? How often does your partner prove you right versus proving you wrong? You know what? I get you. I get where you're coming from. I disagree. Number one, you're connecting with your partner, right? Number two, you're validating how they feel or what they think. And that's going to decrease the arguing. That's going to decrease the tit for tat arguments that are going on or even disconnect. A lot of people with communication, I mentioned, they don't want to talk, right? They don't want to get in the situation to where, you know what, I don't want to fight anymore, so I'm not even going to bring it up. So what happens, right? That resentment builds, 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 and all of a sudden it pops one day. And it could be six months down the road, a year, 10 years down the road. I've honestly had couples that had 20 years worth of stuff piled up and their partner had no idea, no clue what was going on and just blurted out one time in session. And I'm, I'm, you know, I don't want that. I want issues to be resolved as soon as possible, okay? Whatever that means for you. And not only to be, you know, brought out in the open, but to honestly be resolved if they can as soon as possible. So with communication aspects and those frustrations, the arguing, the tit for tat, always trying to prove your partner wrong, how often do you look at to prove that they're right and to validate what they feel and what they think, that you can put yourself in your shoes and you're going to start seeing the communication aspects that are going to, guess what? You're going to feel closer. You're going to feel more open to talk about anything. If there's problems, if there's issues, you're not going to go, <gasps> I'm not going to, I'm going to shy away from it and I don't want to talk about it, okay? That's where I want you to be able to decrease those elements and to be able to look at, you know what, it creates more safety where you can talk and engage if there is an issue and you can be partners in solving that issue. Okay, you got a problem. Well, that's your issue to deal with. And it creates, you know, communication and perceptions that you don't like each other that maybe you even hate each other and definitely that you don't love each other. And it comes from how you communicate with each other. How how do you come to each other versus at each other? And are you always coming from a stance where you do this, you do that? Use, I feel a lot, right? You know, I felt disrespected. You know, it really bothered me, you know, to feel that you don't care about me or that's how I feel. Start from I, a place of I versus the you in the bashing and the blaming, right? How many people, you did this, you do that, and we're already already to fight and to be on guard, right, and to look at what's going on instead of having an environment that's conducive to solve the issue and how you feel and how your partner feels and what you can do about it. Now, 
you know, it comes down to it. Let's face it with communication, with anything in relationships. If you're at too wide of a gap of how you want to live or what your expectations of a happy, healthy relationship are, it's going to be difficult. Okay. I'm honest. I'm blunt. You're going to be fighting against each other all the time. I want to stop that. So the frustration with communication, again, go after how each other feels, what each other is thinking, and try to learn and understand from each other, and it's going to go a long way. Use iMessages. Everybody, you know, talks about iMessages. The only thing I talk about with iMessages is be open, be honest, and speak from a point, man, I don't feel loved. I feel lonely a lot. That's awesome versus you don't care, you don't attacking, right? Other than iMessages, you know, people act like robots and a lot of professionals out there and you've seen them on, let's face it, other maybe episodes, YouTube, TV, books, they talk about the importance of iMessages with communication. They're crucial. However, people start using them and they sound like robots. I, I don't want that. I'm not about people being fake and being you know, not themselves, but with when it comes to how you feel and there's an issue, how you feel, that you don't feel loved, you don't feel important, you don't feel desired, start with the heart. I always talk about the heart and the soul and to be able to go, you know, I don't feel desired by you and it hurts. It hurts that I, you know, that I feel like you don't care or desire. That's going to reduce the tendency to argue and to fight and to get defensive, okay, with one another. So that frustration with communication and the arguing will decrease. And you're going to find the connection will increase because, let's face it, the tension, you're feeling heard, you're feeling understood. And as important, remember, it's as important, people, that your partner is going to feel that connection too where you can grow and they're going to feel heard and understood as well. It's not a battle anymore. Now, what do we do about solving those? And is it a perception issue or is it a communication issue and how you communicate with each other? Come to each other, not at each other. Huge, right? Let's face it, okay? Oh, I want to give a huge, huge, uh, you know, thank you. And if you need support out there, you know, any type of legal services that actually care about people and what you're going through, no BS, no TV ads, you know, pimping themselves out, if you will, make sure you check out uh, dfwnplc.com. Check them out. Give Dan and Amy a call out there. Um, Again, you know, check them out, dfwnplc.com. They will help you out big time. Um, They're a supporter of the show as well, okay? And I only, you know, support people I believe in big time, okay? That's huge for me. Um, I'm not a hip, hypocrite when it comes into that. So now going to go on to the second area that I talked about, right? It's energy. It's passion, okay? And this one is so difficult, okay? As we get older, we get more tired. We get more maybe frustrated, you know, with life. And hopefully as we get older, we're supposed to become happier, less stressed, right? <clears throat> it's funny how maybe it doesn't happen that way. Um, But you look at what the energy and passion levels, people that have young kids, you know this, right? You both work, you both, um, you know, trying to deal with kids, the bills, trying to balance schedules, uh, 
kids are up all night, they're sick, you're tired, you're exhausted. Now, where do you get that energy from? And it's very, very difficult. It's easier for people, let's be honest, okay? It's a lot easier for people to that have support systems. And a lot of people I work with have over the years, they don't have family, they don't have close friends in the area that help them out with childcare, okay? Those people that have that support system, I give you props, you know what, it's a lot easier when you have that support system that you can, you know, drop the kids off at, um, let's face it, grandma's, at aunt, at uncle's, whatever, you know? And those people that don't, it's very, it's it's gut-wrenching. I get it. It's not easy. And talking about energy levels, where do you get it? And where do you ignite that passion for one another? Number one, are you even talking about it? Remember, we just talked about communication. You know what? I missed a passion. I missed a romance between us. And little things can kick up um the energy level, believe it or not, just little affirmations, compliments. You look nice today. You look sexy today. Oh my God, look at your booty in those pants today. How many men would like to hear that from their women, right? No. <laughs> and it's people thought I was talking about women, right? So it's those type of elements that can really, you know, pump up the energy big time. When you start feeling good and making each other feel good about themselves, about, you know, your partner. Again, it's so easy to pick out the negativity. And what does negativity do? It creates resentment. It makes each other not feel like they're loved. Plus, it makes us feel like crap. It depresses us and our energy gets depleted. Let's be honest, right? If we don't feel good, we don't even feel liked in our own home, in our own relationship, we have no energy. So it gets zapped. So I like little simple things that can enhance that, right? When was the last time you just wrote a little note, you're beautiful and stuck it on the mirror or by the mirror in the vanity, bathroom vanity or on the fridge with the magnet? That type of little, oh my God, you think I'm beautiful? No, you don't. And it turns into an argument, right? Yeah, I do think that. And I'm sorry. I, I need to tell you more. I need to show you more. Little simple things, especially they can perk us up. They can get us you know, energize, even if we have no time for energy, okay? Little simple things, five minutes, 10 minutes um, a day can mean a lot. And a lot of people, Greg, I don't have five or 10 minutes. You need to take that five minutes, 10 minutes, steal it from somewhere and spend it with each other. You know, if the kids are taking a nap, if the kids are sleeping in bed, make sure you have that time together and it's difficult. You try to balance, right, your own energy levels, your own, you know, own alone time. There we go. Time by yourself, right? We all need, oh my God, I can't remember last time I read a book. I can't remember last time I watched my favorite TV show, let alone time with one another. Like I said, five, 10 minutes a day can go a long way in revitalizing that energy and kicking up that passion. And it's like, oh, where do I get that energy? You know, how much effort does it take? You'll be on your phone you know, looking on Facebook, no, you know, maybe watching my episode, you better be watching my episode or sharing my episodes to friends and family, okay? Now, it's looking at those elements to where, you know, we're on our phone, you know, people checking out other social media realms, texting friends, you know, back and forth, but you have time for that, right? But you don't have time to engage your partner for five or 10 minutes, right? You don't have 
two minutes to send a text to your partner, I love you, oh my God, you looked hot, you look sexy. You know what, I'm so thankful for everything you do for our family. Those simple things, believe it or not, can kick up the energy and the passion in your relationship. Think about that. How often have you thanked your partner for what they do in the relationship, that they feel appreciated, that they feel loved, that there's compliments and affirmations, okay? When was the last time you were playful with each other, right? And this, I'm going to talk about this later, about sexual contacts and desire contacts down the road, that you were playful with one another, and it's very, very difficult. Maybe you have tried to be playful, and your partner is exhausted, tired, and they didn't take it that well. Oh, my God, quit bugging me. Well, I'm not, never going to try to be playful. You're never playful again. It's talking about it. Yeah, I want to be playful. I was just tired in that moment because a lot of people, right, when you don't communicate and you assume, well, I can never be playful. They don't like that or we used to be playful. Is it what the situation was when that occurred? You get me? Is it about what was going on in that moment when you tried to be playful that you didn't pick up on the body language, the, the nonverbals, the facial expressions? You know, you're so busy, frustrated, and someone's trying to be playful with you. Somebody might love it. But maybe your partner will hate it and it'll make things worse. And then also we start chasing, you know, that dog starts chasing its tail again, going around and around and it never heals. And all of a sudden it depletes the passion and the energy in your relationship even more. So little simple things can go a long way. And if you do have somebody um, to watch the kids, right, go for a walk, do something to regain that energy and touch. I'm huge on touch. Some people don't like to be touched, don't like uh, a lot of affection. That's okay. It's not a right or wrong. But when was the last time you just put your hand on the small of the back of your partner, even on your shoulder, even, you know, brushing up here, you know what, rubbing their back, you know, little things like that can re-energize. And you people take a lot of things for granted about when it comes to passion and energy that you need to be so extravagant and you know those are great when you can or you know grandiose type aspects however little things right can make a big difference a lot of people go after and they look at all this stuff needs to be right however it's not a um you don't have to knock your head up against the wall and plan for a year to ignite the energy and passion in your relationship. Little simple things, like I mentioned, to go after it, okay? <clears throat> now, um, I need to do, how many people have thought about doing uh, a meal by phone, right? Everplate.com, check them out real quick, and then I'm gonna get into the respect and the sex aspects, okay? I want you to check out everyplate.com. Believe it or not, they sent me um, a box of food. It's food, okay? <laughs> Where you can order food and it is only, believe it or not, it only starts at like under two bucks, a buck ninety-nine a plate, believe it or not, right? You cook the own food, that's you know the deal. You cook your own food, but believe it or not, it's less than a cup of coffee per meal, and it's a lot cheaper than actually the grocery store and going to you know, getting that set up and having ordered groceries and all this stuff, right? It's a lot cheaper. And believe it or not, I was surprised. When got the got the food, it was fresh, okay? The vegetables, everything, 
in it, the flatbread that got delivered. Everything was very, very fresh vegetables. Not frozen. It was all fresh, <laughs> you know, not rotten, not the, where you get from other uh, venues, okay? So everyplate.com, check them out big time, okay? There was, um, they put in all the ingredients. They put in even... They give you directions and instructions how to cook a certain meal and give you, you know, ideas maybe that you've never thought about cooking those type of meals, okay? So it is, you know, you experience full plates and guess what? A lot cheaper, full of wallets and it is America's best value kit out there for having food shipped to your home. Believe it or not, I tried it. It was good, nice, fresh and it cooks for, you know, you're able to put everything together in under 30 minutes. You have a meal. You can't beat that. You go to the store, pick up food, bring it home. You're talking a couple hours, right? Let's be honest, right? Depending how busy the grocery stores are, a couple hours. So check out everyplate.com, okay? And again, it is only a buck ninety nine starting at per meal. And that is huge, okay? It's not a big Big deal. It's easy to do. Um, and, you know, it is just go to everyplate.com, right? And you can enter the code relationships199. Okay. Go to everyplate.com, enter the code relationships199, and you get started for really. $1.99 for a meal. They're going to ship this stuff to you, believe it or not. And it's fresh. It's delicious. It's great. So, again, check them all out, okay? You'll have a lot um, a lot better food, a lot healthier food, and it's cheap, okay? It's very, very reasonable. Again, check them out, um, everyplate.com, enter relationships199 as the discount code. And you'll get a discount from the Art of Relationship show to start playing, okay? So, now, we're going to go back to a respect and boundary aspects quick to where um, this is a big issue, right? Greg, I don't feel respected. I don't feel, you know, the way you talk, he talks to me, she talks to me. You go out and don't let me know where you are, right? Yo, you say you're going to be back at... 8 o'clock and you're not back until 1 in the morning. What's going on? I feel so disrespectful. And these are errors you need to set out. What is respect to each one of you in a relationship? And what boundaries do you have in a relationship? Are you going to, you know, respect also goes into, you know, are you talking to your friends, your family about everything that goes on in your relationship? And all of a sudden your partner feels isolated, okay? We need people to vent to, so let's be honest, let's be open about that, right? We, But you got to be careful. You don't bash each other. You don't throw each other underneath the bus. That's very disrespectful, okay? The only time, I'm going to be honest, that I sort of promote that is when someone is getting hurt or someone's going to get killed when there's severe domestic violence going on. I don't want someone getting hurt or getting killed, and then all bets are off. I want you to reach out and get help. But outside of that, you need to identify what does respect look like in your relationship. You're not going to call me, you know, derogatory names. You're not going to belittle me. You're not going to degrade me. You're not going to, um, now you need to be able to look at those situations and look at those elements um, 
for those a avenues to where, you know, what that looks like to you. You know, are you calling each other names? Are you, you know, saying that you're going somewhere else and you're total opposite side of the town? You get me? Are you talking to people you're not supposed to be talking to? You know what I mean, people out there. So when it comes down to um, those elements and those boundaries, are you looking at and understanding those elements of what is happening, what is going on with you you need to identify them okay maybe respect is that you keep you know let's face it how many men out there disrespecting their girls their partners by always grabbing them in the boob grabbing them in the crotch grabbing them in the booty right and oh my god that's all you do you don't touch me in a loving way that could be disrespectful you need to set the parameters what is disrespectful in your relationship and to your partner identify a lot of people well i like doing this and your partner don't doesn't like it they hate it well i'm just doing it that's how i show you i love you and they hate it that's being disrespectful to your partner you need to stop Okay, you need to be able to listen to each other and understand what is important to your partner. That is disrespect um, in of itself, okay? Again, it's not a right or wrong. It's listening, it's understanding, identifying what is disrespectful to you and what are boundaries as far as in your relationship, okay? And this comes down to um, you know, boundaries. Maybe you have people, family members, friends, they just come over unannounced and your partner feels like it's disrespectful. That's not disrespectful. I'm used to this, right? Well, you're, it's new now, right? It's different. You're in a relationship. You're married now. You need to set those parameters about what is respectful to you, okay? Now, I'm going to get onto a total, total isolated episode of you know, with sex and desire and responsiveness in relationships. But I'm going to talk about a frustration with sex, right? <clears throat> you have to understand, you know, how many people have sexual challenges when it comes to frequency, when it comes to desire, when it comes to responsiveness, you have to understand, ask each other, you know, what are you getting out of sex, right? What is sex for you? Is it just men getting a nut? <laughs> you know, is it just for physical, you know, enjoyment. I'm not, a, you know, about that. I'm all about the mind, body, heart, and soul of sex as well, about what are you getting out of it emotionally? What are you getting out of it, you know, maybe soulfully? What is your heart getting out of sex? Do you feel connected? And you can feel connected and having fun and being raunchy and being animalistic. You can have all that in the context, but let's face it. One thing that kicks up desire in a relationship is the pleasure you're receiving from sex. Let's face it. The more pleasure you get out of sex on the emotional level, the soulful level, and let's face it, the fiscal level, the more pleasure you get out of it, the more you're going to want it, right? Pleasure drives the motivation of sex, okay? Sex is based on motivation. So you need to be able to look at in your love life, in your sex life, what areas can you improve on when it comes to, you know, the emotional connection, the physical pleasure, and are you able to hear the truth from your partner if they you ask, am I the lover you've always looked for? And they'd say, well, I would love it for you to do this, do that, do that. 
don't go into a situation with any relationship dynamic. Well, my ex used to do this. I had a girl that did this. I had a man that was hung like this and used to do this. You get me? That's not going to create growth. That's going to create criticism. And let's face it, it's going to hurt people's feelings. You know what? Can you center on what you want your partner to do sexually, right? What you want from it. I want you to look in my eyes while we're making love, okay? I want you to pull my hair. I want you to spank me more. You can center on what you want and forget about what was going on in the past. You don't have to bring up your past. You can bring up what you want sexually in a relationship without bringing, oh, my ex used to do this. My ex used to do that. You know what? That's not going to turn you on, okay? You need to be able to get in that situation and to be able to um, understand and look at what desires you big time, okay? Um, So I appreciate everybody tuning in. Again, check out DFWNPLC for all your legal needs. Make sure you check out, you know what? Everyplate.com. Enter the code RELATIONSHIPS199 for $1.99 to start. And, you know, for from the Art of Relationships show. Also, you know what? Check out IHatePeople.club for a lot of funny stuff, T-shirts, all that stuff going on, okay? I appreciate everybody tuning in. Please share um, my episodes, Facebook, YouTube, uh, um all over the place, on Twitter, Instagram, all over the place as well. I want to help as many people as possible. That is actually my passion, okay? I suck at business. I want to help heal broken hearts and have the relationship that you've always craved and also the relationship with yourself to help that kick it up a notch and be healthier where you start liking yourself more as well, okay? Peace and love to everybody out there. Take care. Bye-bye.